Bubble pop pop bubble bubble pop pop. Hello, welcome to this week's edition of the G.E.E.K podcast. It's episode 35. Wow. Wow. We're getting up close to that magic number the, uh, for all Kevin Smith songs. 37. That, nice. You know that's what the episode will be called. It's called Geek 37. 37 question mark. <laughs> but that's that's two weeks off. Unless I take a holiday. Yeah, yeah. then I'm going to rock it. Yeah. Oh, I'm Dan, by the way. And I'm Reg. You, would you actually rock it if I took a holiday? Yeah, I would do. Okay. So all I'd need is to make sure that you don't steal the microphones. And right. I'll be all right. Do you know what, actually? 37 is going to be um, Comic-Con, MCM, Expo. That's next week, isn't it? This week, next weekend, weekend after. Ah, uh, right, okay, yeah, because it's a Sunday, isn't it? Yeah, it's on 35, so, yeah. 36. How exciting. Seven. Yeah, Couldn't there you go. Couldn't have a better one to do the, uh, the 37. Yeah, well, we could have. If Seen this year. Kevin Smith yeah, isn't but you, there. But you're dressing up as? Potentially. If I can find the right coloured hockey top. I'm genuinely struggling to find a Rio Izuki wig. Like, if anybody who listens to this can hit me up with <laughs> where finds a good wig that looks yeah. a bit like Ryozuki the same, the same people who can let us know, um, th- th- that let Sean, sorry, wow, I need to call him Sean. Steve. Let Steve know uh, what birthday present to buy Claire, a.k.a. no one. Yeah, but no one knows Claire, whereas <laughs> people might know about wigs. True. Like Manga wigs. I mean, all you need is a black wig, and even a long one, and just cut it, mm. get someone to just cut it to, like, short and spiky. Yeah. That's all Steve's. When when Steve dressed up as um, Todd. What's, uh, Todd Ingram, he just got like a blonde wig and then just cut it down to really, really short and then put it on backwards and it nice. just worked perfectly. <laughs> Maybe that's what you have to do. Backwards wig. Practicing my backwards wig. Okay. Frightened Rabbit fans will appreciate that. <laughs> Attempt at a joke. No one else. <laughs> no, I know. It's just stuck in my head for some reason. Wow. Okay. Well, although speaking of that, just before we go on to an actual proper topic, okay. I was um, doing the washing up in work, uh, the day and listening to Poke. Isn't that good to uh, is it, by is it Rabbit doing the washing off? I was, yeah. It just you know when it just starts piling up and no one really cares, and so right. they just leave it. Well, I, I see me off of it, and just wanting to get away from the actual proper work for a bit. Started doing the dishes, listening to Poke, okay. and the big boss guy came in. And he was like, "This sounds really, really nice," and I was like, "It's such a beautiful <laughs> song." And then the line happened. Which line, Reg? Like, or oh, should we kick its cunt and watch as it bleeds, it dies of bleeding? <laughs> and he went, hmm. Well, I was going to say I'd, my wife would love this, but I don't think she'd appreciate that. <laughs> it's, like, it's a really nice song, though. If you haven't listened to it, it is. Just, you need to listen All to it. All the and Rabbit stuff is, is something you need in your lives. Mm-hmm. And we are going to see them soon. Yay! That's like three weeks away or two weeks away. We've got lost. It's like two or three weeks away. Benic Ladies, Watsky, oh, yeah. which we may have a little cheeky interview with. We'll we'll see how that turns out. Nice. Yeah, but um, guess where I've been? Um, I'm gonna guess Pizza Hut. Mm, no, not since I last talked to you. Right. Okay. Um, That's a good I'm guess, though. You went to. Um, a charity shop. No, no. Right, I'm out of no. ideas then. I don't know where. That's 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 I, I, I don't actually know where you hang around. Pizza Hut and charity shops. Yeah, that's all you've got. Yeah, comic okay. book shop then. How about that? Have you been to a comic book shop? Um, yeah, not again. Not since we last spoke. 
I don't know where it is. No. So. Okay. Where have you been, Dan? I went to Play Expo. Oh, I couldn't go there. No, Reg was busy doing grown-up stuff. Yeah, that's uh, horrible. But yeah, Play Expo, which is basically Manchester's premier uh, gaming expo. Ooh. Now it was it was a uh, it was I did you know what? I didn't know what to expect, but what I got was absolutely just far surpassed my expectations. Really? Yeah, like just great. I mean, it was. Obviously, we went to Eurogamer the other week, and that is just all the, the, the big the big wigs and the top dogs going, yeah, this is our amazing games, and you've got, like, about, you know, each stand's got about 80 PlayStation 4s on for you to have a go. And I thought, this is just going to be, like, a mini little rubbish version. But it's, it's you know, let's go and have a look. Um, and it's it's as much about the new stuff as it is the old stuff. Yeah, that's what I wanted yes. to, to basically go but, for, the retro. Yes, and do you know what? It turns out that was what was so amazing. Um yeah. Just, I mean, there was a, there was a few new things. They had Dark Souls two playable. They had Assassin's Creed four, which I had another go of, and actually preferred it. I don't think it's changed at all, but they they dumped you into a different mission. All oh, right. Okay. And um, it played a little bit better, so I'm a little bit more looking forward to that now than I was. Um, Did you play it on the PlayStation four? Yeah, same again. Did you try swiping? Yeah, the still the, the touchpad still wasn't working. God damn! I know. <laughs> you need to solve yeah. that. Yeah, I sat I, I sat down the the the. the you know the the pad and put the headphone and put, put the headphones on and this guy came comes to me and goes, uh, "Shall I explain the ship controls?" And I'm like, "No, no, I'm okay." He's like, "Oh, okay, you know." And I was like, I "Played it two weeks ago, yeah." And he's like, "Oh, I see. You're back from uh-huh. what I see. <laughs> oh. Would you like you me like to so have some frog legs and stoof, 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 stoof?" Okay. How do you say a singular <laughs> tooth? What a tooth? Tooth. Yeah. Right. Tooth. Because. Yeah. Do you know a Welsh person? I know two. They, well, they, they say tooth. Tooth. And I'm like, it's not tooth, it's tooth. Yeah. But anyway, Yeah, sorry. Welsh people say tooth. <laughs> How bizarre. Yeah. I had to put up with 12 years of that rubbish. It's just weird. <sighs> Very yeah. weird. Um, but back to Play Expo, yes. if you don't mind. Um, sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, I played that. They had Oculus there as well. A few decent things. Big Nintendo, Nintendo stand. Um, no Xbox One. So that was a bit, you know. Interesting. Did well, you actually, for once, do what we said we were going to do and actually pay Nintendo a visit and actually go and have well, play on Nintendo? Well, it's funny stuff? you should say that. Because no. Um, well, we got there. It's me, Steve, and our friend Martin. <laughs> oh, did Martin go? Yeah, Martin went. Awesome. Um, Martin's a massive Assassin's Creed fan, so I sold it to him on that. So I kind of felt obliged to go and play it. I mean, right. I was happy to go and play it anyway, but I thought, well, you know what? He's here for this. Let's go. I'll go with him. And we got there, and... Um, first thing is press passes are awesome. Skip the queues. Yes, just brilliant. Massive queues, and there's just this tiny little side door, like this uh, sign outside saying press passes and VIPs. And we're like going through, out the way. Press here. Look, we have a camera. <laughs> Don't make me get my microphones out. Um, and they let us in. Gave us a little sticker, and it said Dan Sandman press. I was like, Oh, oh. no way! See, so your game didn't do that. <laughs> no. I'd love to have a red like, see, like, like press. boom. Um, so, um, and we went in, and we just like this looks like a car boot sale. What? Okay, it's just a big, basically Event City and Trafford Centre at Man- Manchester is just a giant warehouse. Yeah, is that the one and, that's opposite Trafford Centre? Yes. Right. Um, and there was just lots and lots of temporary kind of tables. You know, like. Um, Table, decorating tables yeah. that you do your wallpaper on those just set up like wow. as far as the eye could see um, just shocking. covered in, in um, little old school CRT TVs like 
massive TV Amazing. Yeah, um, with all these classic consoles plugged into them. And we're like, okay, wow, this is pretty cool. We start having a look. And every single one you pass, you're like, oh, look, it's got Sonic on. Oh, pilot wings, oh, it's amazing. Just everything. There wasn't a single game there that wasn't like, I have no idea what that is. So just, yeah, oh, I've got to play that later. I've got to play that later. I've got to play that later. Steel Battalion, like proper setup for Steel Battalion. Amazing. They had a virtual on on the Saturn with uh, dual joysticks as well. <sighs> Love that game. Uh, just I battered that so, so much. Oh, on the amazing stuff. Um, and Steve, like, gets up to the second, passes the second TV and sees Sonic and goes, <gasps> Sonic! And sits down, picks up the Mega Drive pad and starts playing. And we're like, okay, yeah, cool, cool. So me and Martin just have a little bit of a wander around and just have a look at some stuff and back within a couple of minutes and he's still there engrossed in Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm like, are you actually going to sit here playing Sonic? And he's like, oh yeah, this is amazing. Out of everything, the second thing you get to is Sonic. Sonic that just I could go on eBay right now and I could buy a Mega Drive and Sonic for about four pounds. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "No, I'm going to play, sit and play this." So me and Martin just entertained ourselves a little bit more and just had a bit of a walk around. Picked up, I had to play on Jet Set Radio on a Dreamcast. No, no Shenmue. Um, no, but no. happy fourteenth birthday today to Shenmue. To well, to, to Dreamcast. Dreamcast. Yeah. Even better. Got released over here on Aww. October the fourteenth, Wow. So happy birthday. That's nice. Um, yeah. So. We just had a bit more of a wander around, went back after about three or four minutes, still sitting there playing. I was like, well, do you know what? Me and Martin will go and do Assassin's Creed, then let's get queuing. And the queue for Assassin's Creed was about 40 minutes. They only had like about maybe a quarter of the amount of PlayStations that they had in right. the Hero Game, obviously. Um, and we would just get into the front of the queue, and then Steve texts and is like, oh, I'm done. Where are you? Like, literally, he was sitting playing for at least half an hour, if not 40 minutes. Jesus Sonic Christ. the Hedgehog. And that's fine. Sonic's amazing. Sonic's a classic. Yeah, but Original. Of all exactly. the games to choose exactly. when you're there. <laughs> exactly. Sonic, which he probably got on his phone anyway. He probably got yes. like, on like, his like, Xbox, as you can buy it on there. And then he's probably got it on the Meg Drive back mm. at home. And because he's a naughty boy that emulates, he's probably got that as well. He, he almost certainly has it on his Mac. Yeah. <sighs> but that was him entertained for a good half an hour anyway. So once we'd done that... Um, we were just like, well, we're a little bit hungry now. I think it was after 12. And we are like, a bit hungry. Let's just have a mooch around, look at some of the shops and work our way towards the food. Um, so just loads of like retro stalls um, selling full box consoles, like this massive one that just had pretty much every console you could think of. Fairly reasonably priced as well. Like a, a Dreamcast was 45 quid boxed. Just thought that's actually that's, that's not, not that awful. bad, actually. Yeah. An Atari Jaguar was about 60. Right. Um, <laughs> so, um, original Xbox actually they had for about 45 quid as well <laughs> I was like, you know what, some of this isn't that bad didn't need anything I've got it all somewhere in the wardrobe at home um, and yeah so we just, we're having a look at all this stuff and then Steve goes <gasps> Mario Kart tournament and they've got this stand set up with uh, four TVs four SNESs um, and this big leaderboard and he sits there and has a go at, at Mario Kart gets top five out of everyone who played so far on time trial. And they're like, right, okay, well, the top 20 are going into the semi, the quarterfinals and the semifinals or whatever. So um, you're probably going to be in the top out of that. Um, so come back a quarter to three. So he's like, he's like amazing, it's going to be great. One of the TVs is um, a girl sitting there who's the, I think she's like the UK female Mario Kart champion or world champion, I'm not sure. Oh, right. <laughs> and she's sitting there doing um, a world record attempt. She's playing. I think it's like go. I can't remember which one it is. One of the one of the castle levels. One of the ones where you, you fall off the edge anyway, but you can jump over the over uh, the edges. Right, yeah. Okay. She's yeah. doing that, and it's just the most amazing thing I've ever seen. 
She's just skidding around corners, jumping over gaps, just the, the, literally as the fastest you could possibly get around this track, and she's just like not even thinking about it. Imagine like Data in Star Trek: Next Generation playing a game. That was her. She's just perfection. And every now and again, she'd just make a little mistake and she'd just reset and she just must have been sitting there for a good few hours trying to beat this world record. Bloody hell. Do you know she did it? I, I don't think so. I think we'd have heard a bigger fanfare. But, right, okay. But anyway, Steve goes back, quarter to three, and uh, and he's dead excited. He sits down and plays against this guy um, and wins the first four races. He's, he's got to make five. Oh, right, okay. If, if whoever, whoever wins the first five gets through to the next round. He wins the first four. Fifth one loses, sixth one loses, seventh one loses, eighth one loses. It comes all down to the last one, and literally he wins it with a red shell. All right, just hell. at the last minute with a red shell. This was like the the quarterfinal yeah. or something. Yeah, wins it with a red shell, right on the finish line. If he hadn't have had that, he'd have lost it. Oh my god! Then goes through to the next round, loses for six straight races, <laughs> and just gets knocked out. Oh dear! The the annoying thing was though, the guy who was who was, who was racing was called Steve. Amazing. And I was there. I was going, come on, Steve. Oh, wait. Come on, Sean. <laughs> yeah, all right, Sean, come on. But no he got way. absolutely hammered. Yeah. <laughs> very, very, very I funny. I think that must be where he is at the moment, then. He's still either like, crying over the fact he lost, or B, he's just doing Possibly. an epic training montage. Yeah. Ready for next year. Oh, that would have been amazing. That's what he should have done as part of the filming. Never mind. Oh, well. Live <laughs> and learn. But um, then the other part of it was the kind of, not just the retro stuff, but the arcade um, oh yeah, just hundreds of hundreds of arcade machines and pinball machines. Like you wouldn't believe all, all the ones that like, Eurogamer. There was about there's maybe about a dozen pinball machines yeah. lined up. It's got to be probably at least eighty pinball machines. Wow, and probably more than that in arcade machines. I Some, think I could have literally just spent all day on the yeah, pinball machines. Do you know what? If we, we we could have quite happily, if we didn't have somewhere we had to be and couldn't quite stay to the end, we we, we would have. And we we kind of queued up for one. We were looking at all the pinball machines. We we're like, if we're gonna have a go on one, what's a good one? And we saw the Avengers pinball machine, and it's one of the new newest ones there. But it just looked amazing, so we queued <laughs> for that and had a go. Had a had a three player go, um, and next to it was a little leaflet that said how much it was. It had like um, all the details of some of the tables you could buy. How much do you think? For an Avenger, a new one. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna guess for two thousand four hundred quid. No, more or less. Maybe more. A lot more. 12,000. Oh, no, not quite that bad. No, 8,000. Six and a half. Christ. Six and a half thousand pounds. So what I've decided is I'm going to um, set up a PayPal account and anyone who wants to donate um, to buy me an uh, Avengers pinball t- table can and it's um, buy Dan an Avengers pinball table at gmail.com. Amazing. Yeah. So if that works out, that'll be yeah, awesome. We'll yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes, yeah. But we saw we saw a few of them that are broken, and they just opened them up, and just the insides of pinball machines are just the most overwhelming yeah, thing like crazy, I've ever it? seen. Absolutely crazy. There's even a stand there selling parts of pinball machines, like you know, this was a standard thing, which clearly. <laughs> but yeah, good fun had by all. Um, it's over now, so you can't go. Oh, I'm going to go tomorrow. But um, obviously, there'll be next year, and they're also doing one in Blackpool next year. In I think it's in May. Mm. It's a uh, play by the sea or something like that. So, uh, nice. Highly, highly recommend checking it out because it was pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm rather yeah. Great. I'll get you the date because then you can book amazing. it off in advance this time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see. <sighs> right, should we get into it? Oh yeah. Yeah. There's things I like to do. It's getting into things. Yeah. 
what's the first thing up then? I've heard a little rumour about um, a, a hasty remake of a game you're rather keen on. Yeah, I know. I can't believe it. So we've got Hello Kitty Island Adventure. No, only playing. Um, oh. Obviously, as you're aware, I love I'm that a you specifically fan. know that there's a <laughs> Island Adventure Hello Kitty game. I remember it too. <laughs> but yeah, I'm a massive fan of Kingdom Hearts. Um, I've been trying to rock my way through as much as kind of the Kingdom Hearts 1.5 mm-hmm. uh, remix, which is awesome. The the final cut is just ace. It's it's superb. It's really really beautiful game to play. Um, it's frustrating as all hell. I completely forgot how hard it can be in parts, and uh, it got to the stage where Ash was watching me play Grand Theft Auto V, and I got started getting bored towards it. She went, "Well, put on your your Disney thing. I want to see that." And I was like, "Oh, Kingdom Hearts." So put it on, and just the very beginning bit, Whacker um, is like a kid, yeah. and he's throwing the blitz balls at, and you've got to hit him back, and it's a bit like training to get your timing right. Okay. Could I do it? Really? No. <laughs> I, I struggled and struggled. I wasn't expecting struggled that word then. It's like, about, can I do it? No. <laughs> about, it must have took me about 40 attempts to finally like beat him, and then you start moving on, and you fight. Um, you, you basically have a little duel with one of the characters, okay. and he keeps a score. So I lost the first one, and Ash started laughing. And yeah, she went, yes, uh, And she picked it up, picked up Grand Theft Auto, and she went, right, H-rating, it's, <laughs> picked up, like, it's Dark not, Souls and stuff. She was like, It's not a representation really of the hurt. difficulty level. And she went, you're getting beat by a game that three-year-olds three are supposed to play. I was like, Ash, shut up, all right? Just shut up. She went, uh, is Bambi going to come along next and start beating you? And I was like, oh, oh no. my God. That was all I had. So I was like, right, I've got to at least win one. So the challenge was set, and I needed my own little training montage going on because <laughs> it was that infuriating. But managed to do it. Started progressing through the story, and it's amazing how obsessed she's getting with it now. Because she's like, "Oh my, that's from Aladdin." I was like, "Yeah, like, Dumbo." I'm like, "Right, yeah. calm down. It's going to be like this all the way through." <laughs> um, so, like, obviously, I'm loving it going back through again, just seeing little bits that we never had over here in the final mix. All oh, right, um, yeah, which, which is really nice. Um, however. Just found out. I mean, I've still got to go through the other games on there and the and the cutscenes for it. But I think by the time I finish that, Kingdom Hearts two point five HD remix is coming out, which is going to have the other games apart from Dream Drop Distance. Okay, uh, that's the only one they're not bringing across because it's still quite new at the moment ish. So it's going to earn Nintendo, I think, a bit more cash before they think about okay. trying to port it across. And then we'll just do it on PlayStation Plus or something. PlayStation. Um... Network. Yeah, I think they'll probably do it just before Kingdom Hearts 3, just so you get the final part of the story before Kingdom Hmm. Hearts 3. Um, But yeah, apparently Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix, which we didn't get over here, uh, has got like just an abundance of stuff that it's worthwhile, like literally having another game of all the stuff that we missed out on over here. So I'm genuinely really excited about that. Can't wait for that. But obviously, I've got to try and batter the way through Kingdom Hearts 1.5 first, which. (laughs) <laughs> I forgot how big the game was. Yeah. But I'm building my gummy ship up at the moment. Just loving it. <laughs> gummy so bears nice. bouncing here and there and everywhere. However, um, speaking of the gummy bear ship, obviously you've got to, like, you pay for, for certain, like, objects and, like, you know, potions, weapons, etc. in RPGs. Okay. Right. So, there I was just mincing through, um, mincing. The, through, through the first town. Okay. Mincing. So what you do? And then it went into this little room and basically it glitched. Where oh. the bad guys just kept coming. Now, in the original one, they come for about, must be about 14 attempts of them all coming through, and then it stops. This one didn't. So I was fighting them for about a good hour and a half, thinking, like, 
look at all the money, 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 thinking, right, I'm going to be able to buy like, all these amazing parts. <laughs> Turns out, you don't really need the money in Kingdom Hearts. I completely forgot about that. All like the potions, enemies drop. All the parts you ship, enemies drop. Or you can get okay. dead easy. So I was basically just like just raking in the cash, just farming it as much as I could physically can do. No avail. So it's very rare I get a chance to play on the games now because I've got that many that I'm just like. Anyway, oh, I need to an have hour. Five minutes <laughs> this. I mean, like I've got Beyond, which came out on Friday. Oh yeah. Apparently, it's getting loads of really mixed reviews. Yeah. I'm I'm gutted about this. I mean, I still need to physically get into it, but I've heard. That really, really pol- polarizing views on, on the game itself. Because it's like an interactive movie more than a game, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, I mean, apparently you can't die in it. Um, that like you could in Heavy Rain, Fahrenheit, you know, no matter. Oh, I mean, that's right, because it actually would affect your game. That yeah. was the end of your game. That was like, well, well this you can't die just in the slightest. The stealth elements to it, where even if you are stood right in front of the security guard, apparently he just doesn't see you, oh. or something happens where he won't get a chance to see you. So it's things like that. I was like, well, what's the point in having them in? But then you hear the other completely opposite side of it, where it's like, it's one of the most engrossing games ever. Like, you need to have it in your life. And I was like, I do need to have it in my life. It's a David Cage game anyway, mm-hmm. so I'm going to buy it and really get into it. But because of the, the mixed review stuff, I was like, right, I want to finish off my other games first before I really just delve into it and give it all okay. my time. So yeah. it's here, and I will be probably raving about it because I do love me some David Cage, but going to be so gutted if it's not. Yeah, I'm sure you'll be able to see its faults, but I'm sure you'll, you know, what you like about it stuff, you'll see past it. Yeah, I do have my nice rose-tinted glasses that I like Aye. to put on. <laughs> but are you also going to uh, have to spare some time for Remember Me and um, Metal Gear Rising when it's free? I can't or believe that, right? It always ha- Why does this always happen? <laughs> right, as you're probably aware from listening to the, the previous pods, uh, we done. Me and Dan went, went to Eurogamer. Yes. We got given a free copy of uh, Metal Gear Rising, Rising, or yeah, Revengeance, whatever it's called. It. Um, yeah, so we got that, and I was like, hey, hey like dead after Free game. Boasting about how awesome we are because we got it for free. And now PlayStation Plus go, like, in oh, November. Guess what? November PlayStation Plus titles: Metal Gear Solid Rising, Revengeance, and Remember Me. Which, yeah. I'm gonna yeah, and we get played it because it's free. Yeah, we I mean it, we we played that at um the gadget show, didn't we? And it was and it was alright. but it was yeah. really like Arkham like, wasn't it? It was yeah, it was very, very Batman fighting style, which yeah. they all seem to be clocking on to now, but you can't do it as good as what the Batman games do. Including the new one which surprisingly there's a little bit more tidbits that have been released from the uh yeah. Comic Con. That's correct. Yeah. Yes it was. Um which did you hear did you hear the, the monologue? Yes, I watched it on YouTube's. <sighs> How good was that impression? Like any <sighs> sorry. No, no, that's carry carry on, but I wanna I wanna remember that word impression. So go on, carry on. Well not yeah, not impression. Car- no, 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 a, a no. No, that's perfect that's the perfect description of it. So carry right. on. Okay, yeah, so it's Troy Baker yep. um, who's playing the Joker in this mm-hmm. one, not Mark Hamill. Um, so obviously everyone's been going off in arms going, it's not going to be anywhere near as good and you know he's not going to be able to play it the way that Mark Hamill plays it. Oh, it's a travesty and ma 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 going on about it. If you had any qualms, any problems with Troy Baker playing the Joker, watch yeah. this panel. It was amazing. He does the Joker's monologue from The Killing Joke. Yeah, I hope, I hope so someone... Good. Like, it, it, close your eyes and listen to it rather than watch him. Yeah. Um, but I hope someone just does a version where it's just the panels from Killing Joke. Yeah. But it was, oh, it was so good. Yeah. It really, it 
it was it was very very good but the my i don't know i my, the thing that doesn't sit right about arkham origins is it's like who, who was it who, who did the first one um, the first two rather um rocksteady rocksteady okay it's like they built this amazing franchise created this i mean not created this world but you know what i mean they they took the batman kind of yeah. games and just they put their own yeah. spin on it and and you know, an incredible, um, so probably the best superhero uh, comic games you'll ever play. And then Lego Marvel Super. Okay, yeah, comes out, that's true, awesome. absolutely. And then WB Interactive come along and go, okay, good, good work with our characters. Um, yeah, we're gonna have it back now. Um, you can have nothing to do with it. We're just gonna copy what you did, um, but we're gonna make it on our own terms, and we're gonna make it from what I think. I think it looks a bit, a bit cheaper. And part of that is saying, well, we're not going to get Kevin Conroy to do Batman. We're not going to get Mark Hamill to do Joker. We're just going to get two people who can do impressions of him. <laughs> so, like, this literally, I think, again, when, like, I said close your eyes and listen to it. You'd be hard pushed to tell that it wasn't Mark Hamill's Joker. Yeah. Sounds yeah, really much... And it's it's fine. It just it doesn't sit right that, like, the WB Interactive just gone, yeah, they're, we're just going to make the new one. And again, we played at Eurogamer, and it plays exactly, exactly the same as Arkham yeah. City. Which isn't a bad thing, no. because I thought they were going to tarnish it completely. But you think about um, the evolution from Asylum to City, it was like, okay, yeah, Rocksteady, you know, a, a, fairly, a decent developer have gone, right, let's improve this game. Yeah, yeah, it's just another sign that WB Interactive are going, yeah, let's just, um, you know. The one thing it. that annoys me is the fact that they put in, is it the... the I can't remember. Is it the back glider or whatever the hell yeah, they call yeah. it? The, the, the flying thing the he uses. Plane or whatever, yeah. plane. They've put that in there, but you can't control it. No, it's just to fly and between. And these little things, but I want to have a travel, proper mooch around the Batcave because I'm really looking forward to having the ability to just walk around the Batcave because obviously you could do it in Lego Batman 2, <laughs> but it's Lego. Yeah. It'd be nice to actually have the did proper... He, did, was there a giant like, penny? Uh, possibly. I hope so. He has, a, he has a giant penny in his Batcave. No, in fact, there wasn't. There was I bet it was somewhere. Bet it was somewhere. Maybe. I, I just know, as soon as we got in there, Ash just destroyed everything. Mm. She has a habit of like, I need the bricks. And just starts just smashing everything. The studs, sorry, not bricks. And just like starts just smashing everything <laughs> up. So you don't really get a chance to like look and appreciate certain things yeah. in Lego. Like I know Marvel superheroes, it, as soon as she gets Thor, that, that's it. It's just game over. I'm not going to be able yeah. to see anything apart from flying hammers. <laughs> so it's mad, but yeah... Um, Staying on Origins for just that one extra little bit time. Mm-hmm. Um, they've just announced a new villain as well. It's mm. going to be awesome. Um, the Electrocutioner. Oh, right, uh, okay. Which is where, as you've probably seen, which I can't believe I didn't think about it beforehand, is they kept going on about his gloves and how he's got the shock gloves. Where, of course, was he going to get them from? From the Electrocutioner. It makes perfect sense, but uh, no one really thought about it until they announced it. And then uh, even me, I just sat there going, uh should have fucking thought about that, really. Well. Makes perfect sense. It's typical of you, Reg. It's typical. It but if you're not wearing your shot gloves, you can always play it on your mobile device because they've just announced that they're actually doing a uh, game for the smartphones. Of course they are. So, of course they are. Yeah, seen it. But the thing that's annoying is why don't you just use the PlayStation Vita game that doing the, the black, black gate? Because they doing a whole they, new swipey... Yeah, because they sell that, they'll sell that for like £35. Well, and they then true. can't have a four ninety nine version of it. <laughs> so, yeah, but again, this is the mobile thing. It's, it's really if you're going to do a proper game. Yeah, 
don't do a swipe. Yeah, thing. we won't go into that. Go back to like episode three or something and re-listen to Reg's. However, I, I have succumbed to um, to one mobile game. What's that? Where's my water two? Yeah. Yes, it was released. It's it's amazing. It's free to play as well. Um, and yeah, Swampy's back. Um, and there are ninety nine levels. Um, of um, where's my water? Goodness. Amazing. If I can fit that in between playing Candy Crush, wait. No. No. What oh, Puzzle Quest. Puzzle Quest. Okay. That I'll be serious about, and yeah, it's actually awesome. It's really good. Like I was a massive good. Puzzle Quest like whore when that came out. Yeah. I got it on the on the iPhone. I had it playing on the Xbox. Thoroughly, thoroughly loved every minute of it. Really good. And what way to make it better? Put Marvel, Marvel characters, characters in. in there. Level up your characters that way through. Yeah, mate. Loving it apart from the fact that I ran out of uh, sort of cash. I thought, oh, I'll trade in the the cards I'm not using, which I didn't know that. If you've got like you combine the yeah you combine yeah. the cards in one character, so you just sold all your so characters. I sold all of them. Oh yeah, ap- apart from Iron Man, um, that I used it in Hawkeye. Right. But I sold like Storm. Um, oh dear. Sold, yeah, so sold Storm, uh, Cyclops. Um, I haven't got Cyclops yet. Who was the other one I sold? Uh, Nightcrawler and Black Widow. Oh, you are well further than me. Yeah, I sold well, not anymore. I've just because well, I enough. can't do anything now. <laughs> I've just I've got just Thor. Had to had to sell them all. Well, I've got to start again so I can get them all again because I sold them all. It really infuriated me. It does look good, and it looks like another one of these, like Mar- Marvel Lego Marvel superheroes. They were talking about how there's you know 150 characters you can play, and there's so many little run. But I mean, Aunt May is going to be playable. Amazing. But she's got no superpowers. <laughs> she just runs after people with a handbag. Ah, oh, awesome. My character of choice. <laughs> yes. But <laughs> might even it out when you're playing with Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, just like that, they've just gone, what's all these random characters we can just include in this? And it's like it looks like it's the same with this. Like yeah. it was, you, you can see some of the cards. It's like flicking through, showing you what some of them are. And you've got like, it's just, I don't know. So many random ones. There's loads that I don't even know who they are. Yeah, well, I'm not, yeah, I'm just like, uh, I'm just but it's quite good, and you've got different ages of the characters as well. You've got like the Marvel Now ones, and you've got the Silver Age, and the, the yeah. Bronze, yeah, so it's quite cool. Um, yeah, recommended. It's free as well. Yeah, which is awesome. I haven't seen any way to buy stuff yet, but I'm assuming you buy... Uh, yeah, you can. You can buy the coins or the ISO 9, yeah, is it? ISO 8. Yeah. ISO 8, that's on, yeah. Yeah. Nice and the thing is, and the storyline is taken right from the comics as well. It actually picks up from one of the recent comic arcs, which is quite cool. But, yeah. While we're on a subject of Marvel, Guardians of the Galaxy has finally wrapped. Woo! Yay. So, what are we in? October. Yep. And it's coming out in August. Right. What What does that mean for a trailer? Right. Thor 2 is out in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Do you reckon? No. I think it's a bit too early for that. I reckon, is it get, is it coming out before Cap 2? It's not, is it? No. So you'll have Cap no. 2. Oh, that's a good point. I think Cap 2 will be shown. Yeah, no, you're right, actually, of course. Although I've not, I didn't hear any announcement of Captain America 2 has, fi- has finished filming. It was like, just Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. So, hmm, it is August. Hmm. I'm excited because the other thing I liked about it, apart from the initial set of pictures that they launched out, Yeah. They've managed to keep everything else under wraps. It's it's done, done well, done really under wraps. Apart really. from, apart from that one, I don't one get that because it's wrapped. It's finally wrapped film. Oh right, okay. Yeah, yeah it's a bad joke. I yes. know, I know, but I'm trying. <laughs> well, not very hard, obviously. No. Um, apart from um, Rocket te- Raccoon. Uh, well, that awesome. looks amazing. But apart from people running across the Millennium Bridge in London, dressed <laughs> in weird costumes, that was the only bit of uh, 
you know, off the set pictures I saw, and it's just like, okay, <laughs> I hope there's going to be a lot of CGI in this scene. <laughs> yeah, otherwise I could be very weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also then, Marvel News. So, with three episodes into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Reg said to me, and I think he announced it on the podcast as well three weeks ago, that he would give it three episodes and then decide whether to carry on watching or not. Have you watched number three yet? No. Okay, right. I thought so. But no, but there was <laughs> but there was a reason why I haven't watched number three yet. Okay. Because um, you thought two was so bad. Well, it wasn't the fact that it's bad, and this is what what annoys me because it could quite easily just not be Marvel. Marvel. Yeah. It it could be just another show with just okay. random hero stuff thrown. I in there. think though, episode three um, is almost the opposite. Right. Okay. Especially like what what's what's been great about all three episodes to me has been the ending. The little kind of scene right at the end, and this is, you know, like the spoiler alert, but episode two, the Nick Fury cameo was awesome. Um, and number three, um, it just ends in a kind of a cliffhanger way, but for a future episode, and very, very like Marvel as well. It was just, yeah, like, I've, I've heard what that is. Oh, you've seen it? I've not you, seen you, it, I've, I've rather heard, heard it. Sorry, I've heard, okay, I've heard what it is, so, yeah. so I was like, ooh, but uh, I don't know, it, it's annoying because it's things like the. In episode two, when they're having the battle, having the fight, the gunfight, looked terrible. It just, uh, what, in front of the pyramid thing? Yeah. It, it just genuinely just looked like it should have been a Sunday afternoon show. Okay. This is you said that to me, actually. You said, I expect to see this on T4 in the morning or something. Yeah. It, it literally it should be on next to Xena or Hercules. Um, That's my opinion of it. Yeah. Do you know what? It's got a really similar feel to that. I know what you mean. It's kind of cheesy and lighthearted, but... Yeah, I say, I but do. the thing is, I just I wanted it so bad to pull me in, and yeah. this is the thing because I'm not really, well, I I love the the Marvel stuff and I do, but when it first came out, I was like, when it first got announced, I was like, this is going to be awful, and then the more I started thinking about it, thinking, well, if they're not going to be using the main heroes, this could actually be really awesome because they're not going to hopefully won't just keep name dropping names. No, do you know what they but didn't this they, episode though? Right, because the last two they have yeah quite a lot, mainly Tony Stark, which they do. They do mention, and then the spoiler alert, which you said before, yeah, the, over the Fury cameo, the certain Mr. Fury coming on. Yeah, it, it was nice to see him, and it was completely pointless, though. Oh yeah, it was and literally was just the, an after, yeah. <laughs> yeah, post credits. Like, this thing is what happens it. when you get the ship, and I was like, oh, Is that right. your impression? No, because I didn't say motherfucker. I don't know if Nick Fury should say, well, he should say that. If it was the Hoff, that would have been awesome. fish off this mother if, um, plane. If, yeah, if he just went fish. old school style and just brought the Hoff in as Nick Fury, yeah, possibly. that would have been nice. Been I would have appreciated that more, I think. <laughs> but obviously you've got to keep it in line with the whole Colton thing and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's getting there. I'm not a, I hate the relationship between the two little nerdy people. I can't even remember the names but the girl and the lad Fitz and Simmons Fitz and Simmons <laughs> those who just really annoy me yeah fair enough really do and I don't know I can't pinpoint why but they just really infuriate me to the stage where I'm just like oh, yeah. right, please just get off them fair enough but yeah, um, I like the main dude the um, I see I'm really shit see, know, I'm, names. I'm not fussed on him he doesn't seem to be I don't know doesn't have anything about him the only kind of memorable ones apart from like Coulson um, well like Sky she but seems to be getting a lot of focus on Hacker her. Hacker lady. Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah. I like her, and I also love the Asian chick. Um, yes. May. Is I can't it? remember what her name was, is it but May yeah. Or yeah. When something or like that. May when? Like that. 
But um, yeah, exactly. She's she's awesome. That was the other thing as well with the second episode. It just it did annoy me was for all of a sudden they started naming this one thing that she that she was famous for. And it's like I told you not to mention that. Yeah. And then oh, what happens? They end up getting kidnapped and tied up, and then all of a sudden, boom, she becomes this mad ninja chick that's just awesome at everything. Yeah. I'm like, no, she has a fight in the first one as well, though, where she uses her mad ninja skills. Yeah, but it wasn't so obvious that it was going to happen. All right, they okay. basically set that part up so you could be like, "This is what she used to be like." Yeah, I think I think that's the idea. So I, it's, I'm I'm like I'm to be honest, there's not a lot that could make me stop watching it. I think, and it it only takes 45 minutes out of my day once a yeah, week. Yeah, I mean that's I've said I've, I'm going to watch this one, mm-hmm. and if this now doesn't make me go. Ooh, I did think like, it was better. Like at the end, and, I've got um, no rush to watch it. Yeah, and there's a there's quite a good scene where um, Sky's got this little dress on and she um, jumps into a swimming pool, and that's all I'll say. Fair enough. However, awesome. speaking of which, speaking of which, this is awesome. <laughs> right, me and me and Dan were having a conversation the other day. Reg wasn't in work, very busy at the time, and we weren't on Facebook chat. Nope. We were not. It was my day off. <laughs> yes. Uh, midweek. I booked it off so I could specifically have this conversation yep, with we, Dan. Yeah, we knew. Um, so basically, it started off asking me over agencies. Yeah. Um, agents what of did Shield, you think? And what did I think? And, and I was, was like, like nah. the hacker girl's hot. Yeah. Like, so yes, she is. Well, if we, before that bit, <laughs> okay. I just basically said what I've just said now. Yeah. On the pod, and he went, right, "You're going to watch episode three. I went, "I'm going to keep watching because the hacker girl's hot." And then he went, "What do you mean this?" And I never knew that she was so, half Asian. Yeah, her, exactly. So it's in, awesome. in the in the show, her name, uh, her actual acting name. Um, wait, I wrote it down because I can't remember. Chloe Bennett. Yes. Okay. However, she used to be Chloe Wang. I love that name. <laughs> uh, she should have kept that name. Chloe Wang, um, and she was a, a wannabe uh, J-pop star. So, <laughs> what was the name of the song? I forgot awesome. the name of the song. Uh, Oh, it was. Um, Just go onto um onto the YouTube's and go and search for Chloe Wang. It wasn't heartbreak, was it? It was it, oh heartbreak or something like that. I can't remember. Yes, but <laughs> but anyway, she's got a basically a music video um of her dancing around and singing in. Is it Japanese or is it Chinese? I think it's Chinese. Yeah. Um, and also already searching for it now. <laughs> um, but then there's also an English language version, which is a bit weird. That that was awful. Yeah. Right. For some reason, we won't talk about the Chinese that. version. Seems to work. <laughs> it, yeah, but, it was, that one was awesome. Yeah, that I re- the thing is though that started off my that, little that sent us down the rabbit hole of, um, of <laughs> well, Asian pop singers. <laughs> well and truly, Reg was like fair dues. See, that that was that was uh, quite entertaining. And I went, well, have you seen this then? And I sent him um, a couple of videos. <laughs> Everyone's seen Gangnam Style. Amazing. The girl in the Gangnam Style video basically is a is a K-pop star called Hayuna, and she's from um, this a massive group called Four Minutes. Um, and I sent him this video called Bubble Pop, which I'd found of hers, and then another one called Ice, ice Cream. cream. Yeah. I melt it down like ice cream. It was so bizarre. It's just it's it's how the English words just creep in every now and again. I'll, um, and then from there we went on to he, he Reg sent me a Girls' Generation video, which was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, and then I, I started googling and found just I don't know the whole K-pop and J-pop thing. It's just bizarre. They 
it's not like kind of like, you know, so UK pop music is just complete and, and American is taken over by like X Factor and all this sort of stuff. <laughs> oh, wait, what? What? I'm trying to find the. Uh... <laughs> I'm trying to find the video um, through our Facebook conversation okay. of it. And, uh, yeah, so basically, can I just run okay. through this? Yeah, if you need to. Uh, <laughs> so I started off going, oh, have you seen the new Bare Naked Ladies video yet? <laughs> this, is how, this is how it started okay, off. right. And you were like, yeah, it's ace. a little bit weird, um, however. And you, and you then went, this is the girl from S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay. Gloria Burnett. So... <laughs> I love the way it's just turned me off now on it. Um, to which I put, okay, pants at the ankles at the ready <laughs> is how it started off. Um, and then, yeah, and then it started going, uh, sorry, let me go back to it now. Um, yeah, so I just put, no way, I never thought she was Asian. You went half and half apparently. I went, I suppose the name sort of gives it away now. Wang. Um, fair play though, she's hot. Why am I still watching it? Oh my God, it's catchy. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, yeah! Oh my god, there's an English version too. And you went, yeah, they're trying to play sneak cover all their bases. <laughs> uh, she can cover my base with her mouth. Um, <laughs> Are you sure you want to be reading this? Yeah, so I just put, I've put that song on now. It's awful in English. <laughs> Much catchy in Japanese. Um, and then you said, do you want some more ridiculously catchy J-pop? And this is how it started. Right, and then I sent him Hayuna. Then you sent me Girls' Generation. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. But my, my, my point was, when I started Googling all this, they they like they get put into like these training camps at very early age to train to, to be in the next pop star. So like Four Minute, for example, that Huna was in, um, and Girls' Generation, they they all started out when they were like 14, 15, and they didn't actually release anything until about five years later because they were ah. training them to be the, the best of the best. How weird. And... Rather than people necessarily following bands or singers, which they do obviously once they get big, people follow the record companies. They're like the actual place that the bands come from mm. and hope for then the next one to come, you know, and go, oh, it's then the next one from this group or whatever. It's just it's bizarre. And and That's then weird, plumbing, and then I started reading about um, AKB48. Yes, they're my favourite. It's just, it's crazy. It's 48 people in this group. There's four teams We've got Team A, Team K, Team B, and Team 8. Team, no, Team 4, sorry. Um, and each group's got like 13 in. And they own a theatre. Um, and every day they have like two performances. So rather than touring, people go there to see them. And you might see Team A, you might see Team K or whatever. And then people vote on which members of the team they want to actually sing on the next single. Just it's amazing. And while it's like crazy, in the rest of the world, record sales are in the toilet this blooming group alone they release a single and within a day it will have sold over like a million and a half records within a week <laughs> it will have sold three million it's crazy isn't it it's absolutely, absolutely crazy. And mental how are they not popular like here no do you know what, right stuff? just you think about that like bubble pop for example or I, bubble, bubble right pop. how catchy is that song it's remarkably catchy and and video like the production value is amazing the video just looks brilliant the video does look brilliant like they really should have just capitalised on Blumin Sai being huge and brought it all over, uh, all at once, and just flooded the, the market with it. But nope, didn't happen. And I'm very disappointed. Remarkably, because that was possibly 
the greatest afternoon in work I ever had. <laughs> just sitting there watching. I literally videos. sat there for about four hours just oh. going through, just J-pop, just like siphoning it through, just going, Dan, look at this, and then just yeah. like having it back and then send another one and mm. back into and just mad random J-pop videos. I, I genuinely think it's you know, just if, awesome. we, if, if we ever did go for it, if we had a trip to Japan, we need to go to the uh, AKB48. Oh, Christ, yeah. When we go the, to the Tokyo Game Show, I'm going there. Yes. <laughs> Although apparently I'm you have sorry. to apply for tickets and it's a lottery. It's that popular. Wow! You have to actually no way. like win this lottery to get tickets. It's just so absolutely we'll crazy. Now, then. Oh man, yeah, let's apply. <laughs> That'll be worth it. So <sighs> should we? Should we get off that subject? <laughs> I, I think we already have an episode with it. <laughs> um, oh, okay. While well, we're on the subject of kind of TV, or back on the subject of TV. Um, Loads and loads, basically all the new seasons started in the States, obviously, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff, and a lot of new shows, um, did good old like Sky channels nowadays, but buying TV shows and showing them immediately, so some of the new ones, um, have you watched Blacklist yet? No. Not bad, worth watching. Um, what's the other one I started watching? Obviously on, Under the Dome's a bit behind, but I'm still really, really enjoying that. Um, the one that I really, really, really didn't expect to like... And I saw the the trailer for this months ago and just thought, this looks like the, the worst thing ever. Sleepy Hollow. It's actually good. Right, okay. The idea is that Ichabod Crane, uh, he's, he's in the Civil War and he's fighting um, this kind of demon Civil War kind of uh, guy, just whatever, I can't explain it properly. But he cuts his head off and then he gets shot um, and dies and they bury him. Then, like, whatever, 150 years later... Suddenly, he wakes up in this grave and bursts out, and he's in he's in modern day. So, and he's perfectly fine. And the headless horseman has arisen, and he's around going around this town uh, called Sleepy Hollow, conveniently enough, uh, killing people. Okay, <laughs> All right. which I just, just why why did they have see, to do I've seen that? Seen the trailer what? for it, and it looked awful. Just why why would they, they have to go? Oh, we've got to have it in modern day. People won't be interested if it's not in modern day. But. Honestly, watch it. it. It's it's fairly like engrossing as it is, but it turns out that the the um, headless horseman is one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse, and the whole point of it is that if he manages to to do what he's setting out to do, the other three will come. All right, um, okay. And there's this bit. I don't know how to, how to describe it, but clearly, like the devil's involved somehow. And there's this bit where there's a guy in, in prison, and he gets his neck snapped by this demon that's just kind of talking to him um, you don't see it but then they the kind of the, the main cop comes running into the cell and she's like what's what's going on and she sees this mirror and in the mirror it's this like w- weird kind of fuzzy forest with a you know just this kind of cloudy figure just walking away and then right at the last minute you see this got horns it turns around and just go up against the mirror and the mirror smashes and it's this demon and it is just the, one of the creepiest things I think I've seen on TV in a long time. Oh like, that's actually, actually quite good. I'm oh, intrigued right. to watch the rest of it. Fair enough. Um, I might have to give it a, and a little whirl. Then. It's got a, a pretty good pedigree. It's the, the guys who, well, two of the guys who are behind Lost and also behind the, the Star Trek reboots and stuff. Oh, right. Okay. Robert Orkey and Alex Kurtzman. Um, but also, while we're on the subject of Robert Orkey, I think it's Orkey. It's spelt that way. Um, he's been talking about doing a Star Trek TV series based on the reboot. Wouldn't watch it. As <laughs> great as it is, the, the film works. Once every two years, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm all right with that, but I just I, I couldn't I couldn't bring myself to watch the show. No. 
I, I, I don't know why either, and that's the thing, because it probably would be all right. Yeah. Unless it, will it be, turns out like Stargate, and then it'll be no, awful. It, it'll be in the same vein as S.H.I.E.L.D., won't it? It'll be like, let's have it in the same world, but let's have it completely separate. Let's, it's not Enterprise. Yeah, so it'll be awful. Though, yeah. Basically. So do you know what? I mean, I, I like... I do like Star Trek. The next generation, uh, Deep Space Nine and Voyager, I, I, I'm fine with. The original series are not fussed on. But I've been trying to watch Enterprise, which was the last one. And that's the one that got cancelled after four seasons because it was a bit rubbish. And it really is. Right. Just, oh, this is, yeah, it's bad. So it just, I'm fine with them rebooting it. Just don't, just take lessons from that. <laughs> Even yeah. though it had Sam Beckett in it. Which you think, pff, great. Sam Beckett from Quantum Leap. Oh, right, sorry. Reg was looking at me weird then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was Captain Captain Archer. But, meh. Uh, but, speaking of TV, um, guess what I watched this morning? Um, the Walking Dead Season 4. What? Is it out now? Uh, yes. What? So, is it when? It was on last night in the States. And really? Yes. When's it starting over here? Uh, I don't know. I I, I was going to Google it and I just thought, I just, I, I need I to just watch, watch this first set. episode. I don't normally watch stuff online, but I had to just, just that one episode. The rest of them I'll watch when FX show it, but I had to watch the one just to see what this was going to be. And I'm not going to do any spoilers at all. It was good. It, as far as I can say, it sets up what the series is going to be. Um, lots and lots of new characters, because obviously they're in the, um, they, yep. they brought the people from the town, it's a prison, whatever. Yes. Is it, is it, does it start off just amazing? Um, uh, that's the one thing I'd, I'm, I th- I think it starts off so really really well. There's right, um, um, amazing. I'd reserve for, like, say, the last episode of season two, or you know that right. sort of stuff. You know, some of the couple of the few episodes that was just absolutely phenomenal. But this was really really good. I have got no complaints. Right, awesome. Yes. Aren't they doing this? Is probably the next thing you're going to talk about. But aren't okay. they doing like a spin-off show? Yes, uh, before as well. Correct. Because I don't. The Walking Dead is one of the few things I I'd like 24 where if someone tries to mention it I'm like oh, no, no, no. and <laughs> yeah. I don't really want to know yeah. what's going on especially like IGN ruin everything oh, for yeah. me even with just the, the blowing banners and pictures yeah, and stuff like even no that's usually where I go and try and get little bits of information we haven't already covered yeah um, and yeah I had a I had a quick look on it and the first couple of things that came up was just bloody Walking Dead season four stuff and I was like why mm-hmm. just just why it that's wasn't standard. Like, premiere of tonight it was like this happens in episode one i'm like fuck off it's just in huge letters right across it so again i'm banned from that site now but what is the spin-off show um well no one really knows yet but robert kirkman was interviewed at new york comic-con and they were asking him about spin-offs from the comic and he said we'll never do spin-offs from the comic um it just we don't want to get that to get messy like you know you look at x-men and there's about 12 different versions of it and you know which ones are part of the main storyline which was like he said he just wants to keep it simple once a month um, exactly as it is and just be able to keep that going and going and going and going mm. but the TV series he said TV series that that happens so much that it's it's something we're, we're going to do um, right. he thinks That's there's cool. more stories they can tell and you know and only like you know what what is it 16 episodes a year they, they could do another 16 about a completely different camp something different it wouldn't just be a, a repeat of oh it's another th- group of survivors it'll be something different that's pretty be cool, interesting then. yeah we'll see where that goes but um it's actually uh, last week uh it was the 10th anniversary of the walking dead comic as well i can't believe it's been yeah, 10 years it's crazy yeah. isn't it 
Yeah, Absolutely yeah. crazy. Which is why people are like they can't keep it going on and on and on the, the series. I'm like, well, they can. Yeah. This is how long it took <laughs> for the bloody series, and it's still going. And exactly. They can't exactly. Which is just awesome. But um, so the, the, for the tenth anniversary, they released. Um, I, th- I can't remember how many covers there are. I think there's twelve covers. Um, like the interconnecting covers. It looks amazing. Issue. Um, and also they have re-released. Um, that's what this <laughs> thing is that you told me. I brought, me I brought a box nothing. in and um, didn't tell Reg what it was, but just so I could show him and see his reaction from it. Um, they re-released issue one in full colour in like a special edition. No way. So, here we are. I'm just going to have to put my mic down a sec. Reg needs to talk. Oh, this actually looks awesome. Um, is this a, a Charlie uh, Ardlin one? No. No. Because he only came in at issue uh, seven. Right, okay. So, um, Tony Moore did the first six. Right, okay. Which was a bit, because uh, I was like, when I was, I was like, oh, yeah, so he's going to be at Wells Comic Con next year. I'll get him to sign. Oh, wait, no, he didn't draw it. Right. Never mind. We'll, uh, it looks that. awesome. Yeah, it looks thick. The, it looks really thick. Yeah, it's got a spine. It? It's actually got a spine. Jesus. It's nice. Yeah. Oh, man. So, you've got the whole first issue, um, and it's also then got a whole thing about. That, the Walking the Dead, rise of the to, Walking Dead, and it's also got the original um, pitch comic that he made. Like, there's a six-page um, oh, original man. comic. When um, that looks amazing. Yeah, Laurie was called Carol, and um, oh, interesting. They're all. They, it was basically about Carol, Rick, and Carl um, just surviving. So it wasn't Rick waking up in hospital. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's very nice. Oh my god, very that, shiny. That looks. Absolutely amazing. Head to your local comic shop and purchase I've, today. I've got a feeling that if this sort of like does really well, the re-release, I've got a feeling that there'll be a massive redo fan outcry to redo quite a few in the colour. Maybe. Again, I think they'll want to keep it special. If they ever just r- stop going, you know what, I'm not going to make any more Walking yeah. Dead. Boom, that's how they can well, get they... more cash back from <laughs> doing them all in colour, innit? So they re-released, or pretty, well, I don't know why, what, where they got up to, but... Um, as it started to become massive again, I think it was like six or seven years into it, they re-released them from issue one as The Walking Dead Weekly. Oh, so right. every single week there would be a, a reprint of, of each issue. So they've already kind of re-released, but just not in colour. But uh, yes. No, I really like that though. That's awesome. I'm going to have to get me one yes, of them. It's a nice thing. Faux definite and yeah. stuff. i gotta got to say, i got to give a shout out to a, a place in space. That's my uh, my go-to now for buying comics online. So I, I, space. Yeah, the closest comic book shop to me is in Liverpool. Yeah. The closest one that ever has anything. There's one in Chester, but it just has nothing. I went in to, to get um, one of the issues of Morning Glories, and they went, oh, no, we haven't got it. Oh, we got one in and sold. Oh, oh. okay, one. That's, yeah, that's pretty shocking. So my closest comic book shop is Liverpool, and that in then involves a probably £3.20 round trip yeah, uh, through the, the tunnel. <laughs> so... The the place in space have an eBay store, two pound fifty for most comics, which is great. This was about three seventy five, I think, because it's a special like yeah, five dollar ninety nine one. Bloody spine free, on sp- it. Free postage it's, it's comes awesome. bagged and boarded. So yeah, I'm gonna give them a shout out because I think they're awesome, um, and pretty much everything. I mean, page forty five, I think, is my favourite comic shop. Yeah, but, and um, the owner's awesome. Yes, but um, in terms of getting um, getting them to me quick and cheap, I'm quite happy with them. Mm. But anyway, speaking plug over. of comics, okay, something I'm massively into. What's that? And that's Dark Souls. Oh, okay. Right? Yes, you are. Yeah. Well, you Dark like Souls 2 are having their own graphic novel comic. Sweet. Well. 
amazing. Just it's been revealed while they're doing the the Comic Con sort of panels and yes. whatnot. Uh, it's coming through, and it's got a, a really nice lineup of, of people who are actually making it as well. So it's not just going to be like farmed off. Um, so you've got it's called Into the Light um, is the name of the graphic novel, um, and basically it's it's wrote it's written by Rob Williams and Andy Ewington. So Rob Williams is actually one of the writers that that works on Ghost Ride, The Amazing Spider-Man, Dark X-Men, and also does some of the Star Wars tales as right. well. Um, and yeah, and Newington has been doing loads of stuff, um, including his apparent amazing graphic novel 45, wow. which I really want to see. Uh, because it's well, I've got a feeling it's going to be amazing, but I've also got a bit of a, a weird note about it. Because okay. the one thing with Dark Souls is the, the world tells the story. Right. There's hardly much talk in the game itself. There's there's little tidbits from like the odd NPC. Well, fair enough, but that means a, a book might not do it very well, but a, a comic will. Yeah, but that's what I'm hoping they, they just get the world correct. And if they do, the art book that comes with the Dark Souls and Demon Souls and Dark Souls yeah. Two is going to have one as well. Artwork's amazing for it. So if they can keep that up in a graphic novel form, well, that's going to be awesome. Guess what? I've got some uh, other news that I wasn't telling you before. Um, those two artists or writers, whoever they are, are going to be at MCM Comic Con when we're there next week. Those, those yeah. two signing copies of the comic. Holy <laughs> shit! That is going to be amazing. That is actually going to oh, be amazing. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. I know Dark Souls Two is going to be playable there, and they're like, and there's going to be a couple of, um, couple of uh, like slots where they're going to be signing um, and they're also going to be doing a panel where they're talking about it and stuff and then, so oh, um, that's that's me sold yep. so I'm guessing it's out soon then is it what you think yeah it's November have... it comes out oh well that means maybe they're going to have it for sale there then I don't know hmm, that's confusing I don't know I'll have to google that but in fact actually that, that's a massive lie it's not November at all it's back it's March I think it comes out um, oh, so what are they going to be signing then well, I don't know about the comic. The comic might come out because it might start bridging Oh, you're the gap. talking about the game? Yeah, I'm sorry, I was talking about the game. Oh, yeah. right, no, no, the sorry. comic, I think, yeah. Yeah, um, they probably will be selling and, and doing that for the comic. I see. Uh, which is just going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm so excited for it. I really can't wait to mm -hmm. to get my hands through this. Um, oh, there you go, Into the Light, which gets released early January 2014. All right, okay, so maybe so they're going to have just like kind of... Like the teaser, to yeah, could be, yeah, because they do it sometimes, don't they, with the little teaser, yeah, uh, especially with the That'd likes of cool, Free though. Comic Book Day when they do a couple of pages, yeah. If they have that, I don't <laughs> care. I'm just getting it signed. I'm going to be something. loving it. Aye, <sighs> I'm about that. That, that's actually maybe. Really, yeah, really but do you know what? Still no announcement of Warwick Davis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, surprisingly, we watched. He was on um, Saturday Kitchen wow. uh, the other morning, um, obviously on Saturday. Oh, he, right, he, yeah. yeah. He was on that doing, like, hell or heaven food, wherever it was, and he had his little suit on, and he was... <laughs> he had his suit on. Um, and, yeah, he was just going on about, like, how amazing his roles are and how he's always in demand. Um, <laughs> it's like, you're that much in demand that you're on a cooking show on a Saturday morning. I love him. I love him to pieces, but there's literally, I don't think, anything he wouldn't do. <laughs> Uh, he's, he's, I love him to pieces, but he's just mental. He literally will, will go on anything. I'm going to contact him and find out how much he charges to appear at a, a Comic-Con. Yeah. 
because I'd love it if we can if we can get him for ours that we, that we do. That'd be awesome. But speaking of little people, Warwick Fest. Um, have you seen the the trailers for Bad Grandpa? Warwick on. Warwick on. That's it. That'd be awesome. Sorry. I'm, but yeah. yeah. But anyway, have you seen the trailers for Bad Grandpa? I have. It, <laughs> I'd never seen anything of it until Ash showing me the the trailer for oh, it right, last really? night. Mate, it looks amazingly <laughs> funny. Do you know what? It's, so it's Bad Grandpa, the, the from Jackass. Yes. Like the, the Johnny Knoxville character where he's the bad grandpa. But um, like I, I, every now and again, I'll, I, you know, back in the day, I'd catch an episode of Jackass and quite enjoyed it, but I never really massively got into it. Um, but then the, the films are always just really good. It is just like yeah. all the best bits thrown into it. In fact, did, did you? We went to we number, number three in 3D. In 3D. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just, it was great. I think we had free tickets because, again, I'd never have paid to go and see it, I don't think. I'd have watched it on TV, but we had free preview tickets, and it was just brilliant, especially yeah, in really 3D. Ent- it was really entertaining. So, yeah, but this actually looks <laughs> looks really interesting. It's just, it's, it's just Bad Grandpa. Yeah. And it's it's like, there's a, there's a, it looks like there's a story, him getting his grandson from one side of the country to the other. <laughs> Um, and that's just the loosest premise for then just setting up loads of people to do loads of random things, no, especially the stripping. That kit. was the one thing that that I that's the first clip I ever seen. <laughs> I was like, "Holy shit!" Because Ash watches this beauty pageant show on some channel on Sky. Oh, toddlers and tiaras. Um, oh, yeah. Well, it's one of the With girls Honey from Child. that. Not yeah. Honey Boo Boo. There's another no. one. No, um, oh, I can't remember for the life of it. It's called Molly or something like that. Uh, but she watches her show. And it's just, honestly, it's infuriating as anything. But she's in the pageant when they're like, I've never seen that before. And she starts talking. She's like, I don't like that. And she's in like, the little competition, which okay. is the little kid dressed as the girl. Um, so I was like, oh, my God, what are you showing me here? And then she realized, obviously, that shows clip it back out again. I was like, all right, that's the bad grandpa. Oh, I, I know what's happening now. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a new episode for that show. Yeah. And then, yeah, the little kid starts as a little beauty pageant going on this little ship and she pretends to be the little sailor and, like, looking out. And then all of a sudden the music just kicks in and she start, like, he starts stripping and he puts on, he's got little stockings and suspenders and the full works. And as he's stripping, the bad grandpa just comes on with a roll of, like, dollar bills and just starts <laughs> flicking them onto the kid. And I was like, oh, my God, how has that even got on? How has that got past senses? Only because it's a boy. Pretending to be a girl. That's the I know, only but reason. That's still dodgy as anything. Yes. It's just. It's but how mental. good is that kid, though? I mean, yeah. to, to have the kind of. The. I don't know. The mind to be able to do that and to do any of the stuff that you see him doing that. Yeah. And do it so convincingly is amazing. <laughs> it's just so good. I'm really excited. It's just, for me, it come out of nowhere. Yeah. Literally come out of nowhere. Oh, I had no I'm, idea about it. Just, I'm rather yeah. excited about it, to be fair. Yes. I'm rather looking forward to it. So that's going to be really good. Hey. I've got one last thing to talk about. It's not a one more thing. I don't think we've got a one more thing. But um, the uh, announced last week was um, the first Marvel Disney ride at a Disney theme park. Uh, oh, okay. The Iron Man Experience. Mm. So opening in Hong Kong. Did you read anything about this? No? I read a little, a little bit. bit about it. Mainly because you were having a conversation with one of our followers oh, and it just right. went off mental on Twitter. And I was yeah. like, what the hell is going yeah. on here? And read it. So, yeah, I mean, fair enough, we've got to go to Hong Kong if we want to have a ride of it, but um, and we're, we're, we're Florida people, aren't we, Reg, let's face it. Indeed we do. Um, and, but we're never going to see it in Florida, because Universal Studios have the rights to Marvel. Um, that is infuriating, so, really. Yeah, and it, plus the fact that they'll probably never open any more Marvel rides there, so they might have the rights for it, but I don't know whether they've got the rights for any new rides. It just, you know, 
I think that's the, the end right. of it. Unless when Disney drive a dump truck of money up to their door and say, here you go, oh, plus we've got, uh, we've sorted DC out, they're going to come and repaint everything and just put their name on it. Just, if, I, I don't think it's ever going to happen. No. But it doesn't matter, it just means we will, well, we'll, no, in fact, we'll, when uh, when they open it, it um, at Tokyo Disneyland, we'll, uh, we'll do that when we hit yeah, TGS. Yeah, and we'll go and, yeah, and we'll go there and we'll go and see AKB48. <sighs> what a trip that'll be. That would be a hell of be a holiday. Amazing. That would be so good. Yes. I think that now actually might become my dream holiday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but how awesome that'll be. Yeah. That'll be so good. We'd have to go dressed up. As what? As one of the AKS48 girls. AK47s? Yeah. <laughs> AKB48. That's what we'll do. Okay. We'll we'll go dressed as them to the Tokyo Game Show. Okay. That's that's our cosplay. That's our cosplay. Right. Okay. We're doing cross-gender cosplay. Yeah. Why not? Why not? It's very rare you see it yeah. nowadays. And it's usually like women trying to be like the bloke characters. You never really see the blokes trying to be the girl characters. True. Very Apart true. from that, that really obvious famous Sailor Mood fat guy. <laughs> that That's quite <laughs> awful. Yeah. Snape of Marshmallow Man. Steve. Yeah. Oh, right. I see where you were going with that. No, Steve's but, fat. Yeah. But yeah, so it's opening anyway. So opening in Hong Kong Disneyland. <laughs> and we'll see if they roll it out anywhere else. Um, it, it To me, it looks exactly like... Um, I mean, they've not announced what it's going to be like, but they've shown artwork of it, and it looks very much like the Spider-Man ride. Yeah, I guess um, I, I got that feeling from the... Which outdoor. can only be a good thing, to be honest, because that's amazing. Um, <laughs> so and Disney have never really kind of made a ride like that. They've never... They haven't copied that or anything like that. Um, which, you know, I don't know. D- Disney have a, have a habit of taking a ride concept and then just cloning it in each of the theme parks with a slightly different ride. Yeah. So there's a new one opening in... Um, in Disneyland Paris, which is a Ratatouille ride, um, and it's exactly the same as the Little Mermaid ride in California <laughs> Adventure, and it's exactly the same as uh, Pooh's uh, Tigger. I think it's Tigger's Honey Hunt or something like that. In um, I think that's in Hong Kong Disneyland. I'm, su- I'm surprised they haven't done something already, but this would make perfect sense. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We'll we'll see what happens. That's all I've got to say on the matter. Fair enough. Yeah. I think we'll leave it there then. Shall we? 65 minutes, yay. And I've got just shy of three hours to um, go and do um, get get some, some dinner for tomorrow for work, um, have something to eat, and then edit this so I can post it before midnight. Woohoo! Not missing a deadline again. Oh, and by the way, um, go, go on our YouTubes because I, I put um, Geek Go Gaming Portal 2 co-op up. Um, and it's quite funny because I'm I'm an angry person. You got very angry with this. I, I know we've covered it before, but you did get angry. Yeah, uh, that that's going to be episode two or three when you see the true rage when I'm actually playing with you. <laughs> episode one, I was just getting furious at you two. Yeah. Well, we were having a conversation, which I need Steve to come on a pod again, both of us, so we can have that conversation. Because we said we were going to save the animal conversation for oh, a pod. okay. And, uh, yeah, and he, we, he hasn't been on one no. with me since then. True. So, yeah, we need to get him back again. Right, we'll In try fact, that. that'll be the Comic-Con one. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, I think it's time to geek out because I'm hungry. Okay, right. Well, I've been Reg. I've been Dan. And, and it's time to geek out. Steve is not here because he... Um, is uh, sitting in a little cart crying. Yeah, because... A little go-kart. Yeah, because he lost. lost. Perfect, there you go. Thanks, bye. Time to geek bye, out. Bye, bye. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook and YouTube. Yeah, all that, Bye.